This is the Mess It Up Podcast, where we take your mess and turn it into a message. And now, here's the Bowtie Guy. Yeah, I love that little song. Uh, so, uh, welcome to the Mess It Up Podcast. It is a uh, podcast. That's pretty funny. Uh, first of all, I don't like cats. Uh, so it almost sounded like I said pause cast cats uh, and I never pause I always go I'm, I'm constantly talking over people the hardest thing about doing this podcast by myself is well honestly there's no one to talk over anyhow uh, this is the mess it up podcast I am your host the bowtie guy I'm here one more time by myself uh, we got home a little bit late from the prison tonight and my lovely wife Bev is still sort of trying to adjust to the whole California thing after being in the whole Tennessee thing and it's just tricky so she saw me pull out the recording equipment and she's like oh man yeah you've got a, a show to do i was like yeah she's like oh, i don't think i'm going to be able to i was like no problem sweetie i will roll by myself so we'll hopefully catch bev next week so tonight it's me and um you know we'll just we'll just see where it goes see how it goes uh, hopefully you're not feeling our word of the week, which is squeamish. And a squeamish person is someone who's uh, uh, sick or faint or disgusted um, easily. Uh, you don't have a whole lot of, you know, strong stomach uh, going on. Uh, so uh, I hope you're not squeamish about what goes on in this show. I do want to tell you, though, that you can use this word of the week in your sentences and get 10 bonus points every time you do don't be squeamish about that grab those points hold on to them like the the the, the change that they are and celebrate life with bonus points in style without being squeamish so uh go for it there do that and we will all be very thankful for that i'm sure by now You've been made aware that this show is 100% listener supported. That means we get all of our, uh, our finances from you, the listeners. And the way that you can do that is by texting the word MUM to 760-WALLS-CA. That's 925-5722. That takes you to our text to give page and allows you to help support the ministry um, financially. We are just so close to getting ready to work on our building and that is a very, very exciting prospect, uh, but it's also gonna take a lot of funding. So I thank all of you who have joined us. Uh, the number keeps growing all the time, and that's really awesome. Don't think it's too late, it's never too late. And you know, what I encourage is, I encourage you to just take a look at your coffee budget and take half of that coffee budget each month and just give it to us and skip coffee on those days. Um, and, uh, or maybe just, you know, four times a week or a month, four times a month, take that coffee money and give that to us. And on those days where the show comes out on Tuesday, skip the coffee, listen to the show and, uh, know that you're doing good for other people because we really, 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 really appreciate all that you do. All of you listeners, all of you supporters and all of you participants. Uh, another great way you can help us out is by just sharing the show with your friends. Let people know that the show is happening and that you enjoy it. Um, I can tell when that happens because I can see boosts in the numbers. Um, the show with Faith, uh, the numbers 
just jumped like crazy. It was, um, it was amazing. So thank you people for sharing. Keep on listening. If you have listened to one, maybe someone told you about this show, um, go ahead and just, you know, subscribe to our show and uh, get it each week. And, you know, it's, uh, we love doing it. It's always going to be free for you. Um, because we're trying to, to meet a need here. Uh, so thank you, thank you, thank you to all of our supporters, all of the people who do that. Uh, if you are interested in reading a book, my newest book is called Finding Your Ing, and it is out on Amazon and Kindle and Apple Books. So you can go check those places for all of your book reading needs. And please buy my book, rate and review my book. That would be really super awesome. I have a, a friend, I'm air quoting friend. There's a person who always reviews my books and apparently this person cannot stand me <laughs> because they write the most um, angry <laughs> book reviews that I've ever read, especially for people who have not read my book and they're open about the fact that they haven't read the book. Um, but it'd be nice if we could get those counteracted. I try not to take down or block reviews because I just want people's honest opinions out there. And some people don't like me or what I do. And that's just the way it goes. Uh, so if we could just counteract that with a whole bunch of great reviews and pray for those people who write the bad reviews, uh, that they will find a little bit of love in their lives. Appreciate that as well. So check out the book. It is Finding Your Ing by Paul Pippin. You can find it on Amazon or on Apple Books. All right. I think that's about all that I have to, uh, to say about that. What I do wanna do is I wanna give someone some coffee. So here's what I'm gonna ask you to do. If you want free Starbucks, I'm gonna give it to the first person who texts me, I want coffee. You can text me at 760-608-1942. You text me, I want coffee. You be the first person to do it you're going to get a Starbucks gift card sent to you, courtesy of the Bowtie Guy, Mess It Up Podcast, and Messed Up Ministries. So thanks for participating, people. That's all I'm trying to say, is I just, I really appreciate you. I really appreciate all you do to make this thing work and make it fun for me. So uh, thanks a bunch. Cheers. And now on with the show. Um, I was talking in my class tonight at the prison about communication. And that communication is really critical in having quality relationships after we get out of incarceration. And that success in life is, um, is aided by healthy relationships. That, you know, when we look at the, the men that we work with in prison, so many of their relationships in the past before their incarceration have been unhealthy relationships. They've been based on lies. They have been based on fear and um, misunderstandings of people and just following the wrong things. And we want to change that. I always tell the guys, you know, the number one thing you can change when you get out is change your nouns, your people, places, and things that you hung out with that got you where you were. You want to get rid of those things so you don't wind up back in those same places. You want to wind up staying home instead of coming back to prison. So we change those nouns. And a great way to do that is to have healthy relationships. Great way to have healthy relationships is to have good communication. So we were breaking down what it takes to have good communication. I thought, you know, maybe that's something we can talk about on the show tonight is communication. So um, I'm just going to sort of recap what we talked about at the prison 
and uh, hopefully you'll indulge me on that. Um, we had four communication styles that we focused on, and I'm not saying these are the only four. I'm just saying these are four that we identified as being common and um, that can have some ups and downs, uh, can be helpful and problematic. Uh, so those styles that we looked at were aggressive, passive, passive-aggressive, and assertive. So I want to just break out um, two of them right now and, and look at aggressive or assertive. Are you aggressive or are you assertive? Because those are two where the lines can sort of blur a little bit and, and we can get, you know, uh, our words can, can, can overlap each other on what we mean by that. I remember when I was a kid, my mom went to a workshop for work that the, I don't know if she signed up for it, if they sent her, but she went to this assertiveness workshop. And I remember being a small child and her trying to tell me what assertive meant. And I was like, I don't, I don't understand this word you're using. I don't get it. Uh, what do you mean by assertive? And so she was trying to, to explain it to me and um, if I look it up right now in, in, in the dictionary on the, uh, the the good old internet, it says having or showing a confident and forceful personality. Um, and that is that is good. Uh, a sort of communication. It says uh, expressing your point of view in a way that is clear and direct while still respecting others. And I think that is the part of the equation that people leave out is that whole while still respecting others part of it it can be really really easy to not respect others while we're being assertive and that's what my mom did. She took assertive as being aggressive, as being a bully, as getting your point across. Don't let anybody walk on you. You make sure that you are getting what you need at the time that you need it. And that's not what assertive is at all. It's, it's appropriate honesty. It's, um, it's directness, but it's, it's done so that both parties can benefit from it. And I think it is probably the best of these uh, communication styles is, is to be assertive. You know, you don't want to walk on people, but you want to have that knowledge and, and dealing from truth and fact in a way that respects other people. Uh, the, the flip on that is to be aggressive. And that is um, being honest, but being inappropriately honest. Um, you know, walking on people and not considering their feelings. Uh, there'd be a lot of, of blaming in an aggressive communication style, a lot of, a lot of blame a lot of being in charge and not letting the other people. I think if you think about the Mess It Up podcast, when Paul has guests on, a lot of times he is aggressive and he walks on their chance to talk. I don't tend to listen as well 
sometimes. So um, that is uh, a difficult thing for me to get past. And I, I try to do it well, but, but it is a, a downfall that I have. And so I guess if we're looking at, am I being aggressive or am I being assertive? Um, I guess it just depends on what my perspective is, where I'm trying to, what, what I'm trying to put forth. Am I trying to prove to you that I'm right? Or am I trying to tell you what my thoughts and feelings are? Am I trying to make sure that you lose this discussion? Or am I trying to make sure that we both get a chance to talk? Am I making it an argument instead of a discussion? These are things that would happen with an aggressive approach to that, um, that communication. Um, so we want to make sure that we are, um, are learning how to do that and understanding it, but doing it in, in, in appropriate ways. Um, if I'm, if I'm being assertive, I'm, I'm trying to understand people, but also have them understand me. And, um, it's just, uh, you know, it's very helpful. Um, you got to be careful uh, about it. You want to understand what is appropriate level of assertiveness. I, I talked to my guys um, in the prison and I said, look, uh, being assertive is really, really good. Uh, but sometimes you want to make sure you're not doing that like with a CEO um, or a boss. Um, a, a couple of things about what these, you know, some traits that these look like. Um, if, if, if we're looking at the actions of an assertive person, um, you're expressing your needs and wants and feelings directly. You're not, you're not beating around the bush, um, but you're also expecting other people to be honest with you. If you're aggressive, then you're um, expressing yourself, but not listening to others and not wanting others to do it. You might even belittle people or ignore or insult them to keep them off balance. Um, and a sort of person is willing to hear those other things and, and accept those different opinions uh, without being judgmental, not saying they're good, bad, or indifferent, just listening to them. Um, aggressive people uh, puff themselves up to make themselves bigger than they are. Uh, an assertive person, you know, looks relaxed. Um, they have good body language. Uh, the aggressive person is going to look very threatening or, or, you know, stare at you and make really intense eye contact, not just, you know, regular eye contact, but, but, you know, like glaring, almost threatening with their, their eyes. Uh, some things that you might believe if you are uh, an assertive person that their e your needs are as important as other people's needs. Conversely, their needs are as important as you. Uh, you believe that there's equal rights between the people who are there and that you can both have valuable things to say. But there's a responsibility that you also um, assume and um, espouse within a certain behavior. You, you're responsible for your own behavior. It's not somebody else's fault. Nobody made you do stuff. Um, the aggressive person, obviously their, maybe not obviously, um, but certainly their beliefs are more important than anybody else's beliefs. Um, their rights are more important. They have more rights than you have and that their, 
the things that they put forth into the argument are far more valuable than the stuff that you could even think to, which is why they're not giving you a chance to speak. Uh, the emotions that might be associated with these, um, aggressive people tend to be angry, uh, powerful, um, and, um, sometimes they might feel bad about it afterwards, but that often can be, you know, turned into blame that that person, you know, uh, deserved whatever happened. Um, assertive people tend to feel positive about themselves. They, they tend to not look down on themselves and they feel positive about the other people. And uh, generally speaking, we have good self esteem. And why do people want to use these? Well, you know, aggressive people are trying to win at any cost. Uh, they're trying to control the situation and other people. Uh, they're trying to make sure that people understand who is in charge and that it is them. And um, assertive people just want to express themselves. And they want to come to some sort of an agreement or understanding. And they want to understand the other person's point of view and, and have fair boundaries. Um, you know, keeping mutual respect is really, really important. Um, in building these positive relationships. So, um, so that's a look at those two. Uh, what I want to do, I want to, I want to jump real quick to our, our song of the week. And this one's a little bit of a, a, a branch out for me because it's not a person who is a Christian artist, uh, but this is a person named Andy Grammer and they have a song called love is the new money. And I heard it uh, on a commercial, I just heard a little little snippet of it. And I was like, I'm going to check that out. And I just thought, you know what? We're going to use this because I love the the tone of it and the, the idea of it. So here's Andy Grammer and Love is the New Money. We'll be back on the other side to talk about this and more things. bouncy, upbeat, and happy, that song. I just, uh, I love what it has to say and the the message in it. And and I'm not sure what, what 90 second soundbite grabbed uh, when I did this. So it might not be what I'm telling you that I heard, but it starts off at the beginning. It says, I want to charm you, disarm your cynicism. Remind your mind that love is what you're swimming in. If we had love, you know, 
first uh, Corinthians 13, the love chapter, you know, above all, love is the thing. And in our society where money is so important, it's just great to have a person saying, you know what, love should be the currency that we spend. It should be the economy that we live in is love. And I just, I couldn't agree more. Uh, in the bridge, he says, status and lavishness can't give me anything that I need. Give me the new money. And I'm down with that. I want love uh, more than I want money because it keeps me going. It makes me feel alive. It makes me know that uh, the things that I'm trying to accomplish, the people that I'm trying to accomplish it with are in my corner, that they're for me. And I just love that. I, th I think that's great. So uh, love is the new money. Uh, check that out. Uh, Andy Grammer, uh, fun and exciting, nice and bouncy. Uh, so thanks a bunch. Uh, getting back to what we were talking about, um, I, we, we talked about aggressive and assertive behavior. What I want to look at now is, is passive behavior and passive aggressive behavior. And I always thought when I was a kid, you know, I took the uh, psychology class, we talked about passive aggressive behavior. And I thought it was like, okay, you kind of lay back and then you jump and you lay back and you jump and it, it's, it's not really what it is. Um, if we look at passive behavior, uh, passive behavior is dishonest emotionally. Um, it's, it's not showing what we're really thinking. Um, it is indirect. It's not going, you know, right to the person letting know. And it, it denies yourself but then blames. Um, and it, we see that in, in people having a, an attitude like, you know, other people, you know, they're more important than me. I'm not as good at them. I have, you know, a lot of poor self-esteem associated with passive behavior. And then passive aggressive to me is, is the most insidious of all of these because the passive person is is being passive. The aggressive person, they're aggressive. The passive aggressive person is being aggressive, but they're trying to make you think that they're passive. And it's just, it's just straight up lies. It's emotionally dishonest. It's dishonest with ourself. Um, it's, it's like a hand grenade. You know, you throw it and then it goes off. It doesn't go off right away. It's it's that time release bomb that you just lob into someone's emotions and there it goes. Um, so I really don't dig passive aggressive behavior uh, at all. Um, if we look at the, you know, the traits that we might see, the actions of a passive person, they're going to be quiet. You know, they're going to, they're not, not building themselves up. They're maybe even putting themselves down. Um, they apologize for what they think. Um, if they do disagree with you, you're not going to know about it. And, um, you know, a lot of it is going to look like uh, what we call in recovery, you know, um, why did I just lose the word? Um, codependency. Um, a lot of codependent behavior uh, comes out as passive. Um, the passive aggressive they're going to deny, deny their personal responsibility. Um, and 
it's going to be sneaky aggression. Like I said, they're acting passive, but they're being aggressive. Sarcasm is going to be big with the passive aggressive. Um, when I think about what passive aggressive sounds like, I just think of the word fine. Oh, we're going to do this. Is that all right? Fine. You know, it's not, but they're saying it is. And, uh, these people might agree with you to avoid something, but then you're going to look at ways to just kind of, you know, cause problems later, point out stuff like, Oh, you know, I noticed that, uh, we didn't have dinner yet. Um, that's okay. Yeah. Oh, are you hungry? I, I, you know, I can wait, but I mean, if you're hungry, passive aggressive, um, it looks a lot like passive behavior. It really does because the, the aggressive part of it is sneaky. It's underhanded. It's, it's covert. Um, the, uh, the passive person, they're going to, you know, like I said, belittle themselves, uh, maybe not make great eye contact with you, uh, avoid that. Maybe speak softly or, or quietly. Um, passive aggressive is maybe a little more muttering under the breath. Um, how do these people feel? What, what do they think about themselves? Well, a passive person probably thinks that their needs are less important than other people's needs, uh, that they, they are, are going to acquiesce to the other people to keep the peace. Um, they might not even think that they have rights to assert themselves or, or to say what they think. And that the stuff that they do say probably doesn't have the same value as other people. If it's got any, uh, value at all, uh, passive aggressive people. They think that their needs come first, but they, they don't want to say that. So they hold it against you that you're not letting their needs come first. Even when you're saying, oh no, you go first. Yeah, that's okay. You go first. Um, they're not going to be responsible for their actions because they're, again, they're deferring to you to hold you accountable for things that you don't even know you're being held accountable for. And, um, uh, they should get their own way, but, um, they don't do anything to make that happen. So that way they can hold you accountable and they can feel bad. They can feel ripped off by the fact that they didn't get their way. Emotionally, uh, like I said, the, the, the passive person is going to look a lot like the, the codependent. They're going to have a fear of rejection that if they cross you, that you won't love them or like them or, or have anything to do with them, that you'll get rid of them. Um, maybe feel helpless low self-esteem, depressed, frustrated because of all of this. And then eventually that turns into a resentment of people who are using them, um, even though they're not expressing that they're, they're using them. Um, the passive aggressive, uh, they, they have that same fear of being rejected. Um, and they've got resentment towards the people who are walking on them, even though they're the ones inviting it. And the passive aggressive person oftentimes invites that walking on so they can then feel entitled to dislike or feel um, resentful about those people. And, uh, and they're worried about being controlled. Uh, they don't want to be controlled, but they're letting the control slip out of their hands. Um, the goal of the passive person is to avoid a conflict, uh, to please other people, to make them like you, um, regardless of the cost to self. And, um, they just let other people take control of their lives. Um, the, uh, the passive aggressive person, um, they're doing what they can to get their way without being responsible for getting their way to just sort of maybe guilt you into giving it to them. 
um, and they don't want to have to assert themselves or honor anyone's boundaries. Um, it is, um, it's a difficult, it's a difficult thing for me to sit back and watch. Yet sometimes I do all of these. I mean, I, if I look at these and I ask my, my guys in the prison, I said, where do you see yourself on these things? And I like to see myself as assertive, but a lot of times I am passive. A lot of times I'm passive aggressive. I know for sure I used to be very aggressive. I was in your face. I, I tried to dominate. I tried to beat you with my words. I tried to, to disembowel you and just eviscerate you using my words or your words against you. And I had to really fight that, um, that trait in myself because it's not, it's not, it's not very, um, it's not something to be proud of. And I used to be very proud of it. I used to be proud of my ability to use sarcasm and, and wit to make people look foolish or feel foolish. And now it just, it, it's shameful. It makes me feel bad that I do that to people. So I try to be assertive. I try to be fair. I try to listen. Um, and I want to think that I am. Uh, if you know me, please shoot me an email at bowtieguy@messituppodcast.com or, or shoot me a text 760-608-1942. Let me know. Hey man, this is the way I really think you might be, even though you're trying to be assertive, uh, you're coming off this way. Um, and take a look at yourself. See how you are. Ask someone you trust, your sponsor, your accountability partners, the people in your support group, in your safety team. Ask them, hey, what does my communication style reflect most? Because it's very important to know how people are receiving us. Because there's a lot of people that aren't being received the way they think they're being received. Most people tend to think they're doing a really good job. And a lot of times we're not doing a great job communicating. And it's important. We want to be able to communicate well. We want to be able to communicate successfully. We want to have healthy relationships. I want to have a healthy relationship with you. I want to be all that I can be as your host and guide through this half hour of mayhem. So uh, that's all I got on these things right now. I appreciate you guys listening. Um, I appreciate if you want to become one of our donors, uh, going to the, um, the text app on your phone and just texting that word mum to 760-WALLS-CA. That's 760-925-5722. And that will take you to our text to give. You can go on Mess It Up Podcast com to do the text to give. You can also go to messeduptministries.com and, and find out about our, our giving options. Thank you so much for doing that. Tell people about the show. Let me know about the show. Don't forget, there's free coffee out there for one of you. First one to text, I want coffee to 760-608-1942. You are getting a Starbucks gift card just for doing that. So uh, thanks a bunch. I appreciate the fact that you're here. Appreciate the fact that you're sharing the show. Pray for us. Pray for the ministry. Keep on keeping on. And we will see you next time, people. Next time we mess it up.
Thanks for checking out the Mess It Up podcast. If you've got any questions or feedback, please email info at messituppodcast.com. Don't forget to share with your friends, and we'll see you next time we mess it up. I want coffee. I want coffee.